On the previous season of the Jay and Dan podcast. Arrive at my house, a black lace hockey stick. Panties? Oh, go on. Wrapped around the doorknob. Mm -hmm. A surgery to his penis. So rare that if you Google search it, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the neighbors. I said, there's no mayor for this town. They're like, no. I'm like, we need one. Yeah. And I want to be it. Yes. We will elect you. Dan and I got married. uh, Legal in the state of California. Mm -hmm. I kind of careened to the right to avoid her. (sighs) Right into the corner. Ooh, that guy. That's not good for him. I enter that restroom to relieve myself, and I spot a pair of glasses by the sinks. Don't you park in my spot again. You came back from New Year's. You had a black eye, but you suggested you had no idea how you received this black eye. We're about to head to Korea, where apparently it is just as cold or colder than it is here. Men feed my mouth. So there's an entire park filled with penis statues. He drinks at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Toilets. Hey, we've got toilets. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to go in America yet. I gotta sort some things out. Mm-hmm. I never check out. I just leave. What do you mean you never check out? I just leave the hotel. Mm-hmm. It was a good vibe, and then Dan tried to say something, and it sounded like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, recently joined a uh, a dating site. Well, let me tell you a bit about myself. As you already know from my first message, I'm Olga. (laughs) Just send one email and this is what it says. One sentence. Get ready. Yep. Are you a man? (laughs) We are going to take a little uh, podcast break over the vacation. And it's important that everyone knows we'll be back. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. Dance. Dance. We're back, baby. For sure. (laughs) Hey, have have we found out if Bob Cole's back yet? If he's not, I'm protesting. Because um, they they have an open spot now, I'm I understand. Romy, our old friend Paul Romanuk's not going back to uh, the S Pack as we call it. The hmm. the S Pack uh, not having Romy back. We need Bob Cole on this podcast. So Hi. maybe Bob. Welcome to the J and Dan podcast. It's September third, the week of September third, twenty eighteen, and we just started season two of the program last night. Ow. Uh, I asked producer Tim and everyone, I said, how many episodes did we do in season one? We did like 260-some-odd episodes. Yeah. A lot of TV. Uh, we did. We produced a lot of content for Bell Media, wouldn't you say, Dan? In, in between the 260 episodes of season one, usually you think of a season of a TV show now, you're thinking of something on Netflix like Barry, which I recently completed. Yeah. Uh, it took me eight months to complete eight episodes. <laughs> uh, I really loved the show. I thought it was terrific. I highly recommend it. Bill Hader's terrific. Henry Winkler's loved terrific. It, yep. Amazing show but eight, eight up eight to 12 episodes is a season our season's 260 episodes plus we put out this killer podcast every week for our good mm-hmm. folks of course like thank mm-hmm. you for the sponsorship course like uh they'll continue to sponsor us for another nine years he drinks at last time you had some coors light over the break i heard you had some uh some coors oh yes i had some coors of banquets? course you gotta have just the light uh did not have any banquets had some coors lights crush some bullets yeah big time. did you not oh big time bud <laughs> i was crushing coors. i don't 
I love beer so much, but I don't tend to drink as much in the wintertime when that summertime hits. Tube top summertime. I am crushing Coors big time. Um, Two, four a day. It was so humid at times this summer. I don't know if you're the same, but I was having like three showers a day. Well, I was out west. Oh, no humidity there. No humidity. Um, when I got back, then it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. But then my skin felt much more dewy and moist. <laughs> and like, that's why I do. So you're like in I'm Kelowna. What's, what's new in Kelowna? Is there, uh, is there any new Carl's Juniors? Uh, unfortunately, I know this is going to depress you. The Carl's Jr., we discussed this before. Kelowna is like a, a tester market for American food, fast food chains. Carl's Jr. went there. Did not work. Did oh, not no. Last. They went it's the gone. way of Target. Yeah, it's a goner. Wow. Yeah, it didn't last long. Um, is there still a Carl's Jr. downtown Toronto? Because there was on, one on know. Young That's Street, That's a good I question. I don't think so. I think it's. I think they pulled up stakes and they've got out of here. Maybe they, they're going to replace them with Hardee's. <laughs> Which is the same. Um, Weirdest the thing in, same, yeah. in the history of the world. What is it? West of the Rockies, it's Carl's Jr. in the States. East of the Rockies or somewhere. It's called Hardee's. It's the same chain, the same menu, but someone <laughs> stubbornly refused to change all the signs. Or they're, uh, Carl's Jr. in Toronto, Christoph just confirmed, is also closed. They're gone. They're gone. Wow. That's no good. Bye-bye. Instead, uh, an American chain that is uh, now taking over Canada, Popeye's, it's everywhere. You have a brand new Popeye's that opened right by your oh, house. Yeah. Hit right, it up. N- right by your Orno. And it's got a drive through so this is the intention, I think, for them opening it there is the cottage traffic, right? They had oh, up yeah. on the 35-115. Yeah. Right to the Quarthas. You load up on that some oh, chicken. And, so oh, hot, and the hot geez. and spicy is something. Mm, it is beautiful. Beautiful chicken. Listen. And Popeye's. Popeye's is, and Coors Light. What a combination. And Popeye's, they've changed their name. It's Yeah. It used to be called Popeye's Chicken and Biscuits. Popeye's Chicken and Biscuits. Simple, succinct. I, for whatever reason, they've decided to change it to Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. Okay. And they have a matronly woman uh, in the commercials who, you know, acts like that she's come up with all these recipes <laughs> herself in her kitchen in New Orleans. Um, so, yeah, that's the... But it's great chicken. Oh, my God. So, Kelowna, what's happening there? Well, as many of you listeners may know, uh, there's, a, there's a forest fire situation in the Okanagan yeah. uh, that is... Uh, Every year, it seems to get worse and worse. I've been going to the Okanagan for my summer vacation for about 40 years. We went as kids. Like many Albertans, we went as kids. And now then my family moved there. And now my wife and my daughter and I go visit my family every year. We're out there for like three and a half weeks. We love it. It's like our cottage, basically. We mooch off my parents. It's great. Stay for free. You know the drill. Mm-hmm. But every year... It gets smokier and smokier. Now, we didn't have to deal with it too badly when we were there, but apparently after we left, it just got almost unbearably smoky. Like where you walk outside and you're like, is someone have a campfire going? Yeah, Vancouver oh, no, had it really bad, too. And it it's sick. gone, like, apparently all across the country, basically. Like, it's, it's um, yeah, it's a horrible situation. I, I don't know what they could possibly do to get it under control, save for increasing the, um, you know, the fire department presence in the Okanagan by, like, tenfold or something. But I don't know a if lot the money them, is there to do that. A lot of them are started by lightning. Correct. Yes. And it's, you know, it's so dry there. It's There was almost no, no... There wasn't any rain anywhere in this country, it seemed, all summer. So, yeah, it's a it's a problem. I, I don't so, know what uh, they're going to do. So hats off uh, and uh, thank you to the forest fighters because, uh, man... That's a thankless job. Oh, 
God, totally. Yes. And it's, but it is beautiful out there. Uh, first of all, I, I know you're going to talk about this too. It amazes me because unfortunately in the morning we're only on TSN 4 and 5. So we're not on TSN 1, which it, I believe is the TSN that you get in uh, BC. And, but man, I was in Victoria and Kelowna and everywhere I went, people were, were like, love the new show. So happy to have you guys back. So just thank you to everybody who approached me and, um, and got, just gave me a few seconds away from my kid, which is great. <laughs> and, uh, and just said so, so many kind words about, about the show. Because it was everywhere. It was all over Kelowna. It was all over Victoria. So uh, people are watching. It's great to see. And you went out it east. It has changed my life. It really has. And you went out east to, uh, well, to I, Prince I did, Edward Island. I'm going to run through my itinerary because it was a busy summer. Oh, boy. Started off with, now it's uh, the second annual uh, meet-up with Jeremy Taggart and his family at uh, one of their friend's uh, cottages in the Muskokas. So did that for a second year. Okay. That was fun. Um, uh, Then went to PEI. Flew right into Charlottetown. I recommend that highly because it's a two-gate airport. Went with the kids. Took the kids. And uh, Sandra, my mom. Uh, And your mom came too. She was there too. So um, we hung out with her. Um, Charlottetown, loved it. Have you ever been? You went there in the winter once. I have been in the winter. I thought you were with me on that one. I think no. it was just a, like a quick speaking just gig. just always feels like I'm with you. It does. I, in fact, everywhere I went this summer, I got the standard line. Other guy not with you? Yeah. No. Other guy not traveling with you? Mine is always, you don't work tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm in Charlottetown. Not traveling with the other guy. <laughs> so I get a kick out of it. Where's the tall guy? Yeah, yeah. Where's Dan? Dan not with you? No, here just here with my wife and daughter trying to enjoy dinner at Earl's. <laughs> <laughs> um, very quickly though, okay. I have something to ask you. You, when you got into the Charlottetown airport, yeah. you you posted an interesting Instagram post mm-hmm. about. Uh, the fact that you were loaned a car, yes. So um, for a week, I always book things last minute, especially rental cars, because I'm like, whatever. Okay, but you didn't think, okay, this is a province that's smaller than Peterborough. Maybe I book a rental car. Eh. So you said no. So landed, and then I'm like, oh, we'll take a taxi cab into Charlottetown. It was like. 15 minutes we didn't need the car for the first two days anyway so i'm like ah we'd be paying to park it so uh keep checking back now nah, no rentals no rentals so we're like met the uh, the one cab driver i think his name was fred really nice guy uh he said yeah i'll drive you out to where are you going next i said crowbush cove which is everything's 20 minutes from each other right so he said i'll drive you out there I'm like are there cabs out there he's like oh yeah you're fine so we get out there, and then uh, my uh, my mom's husband, Patrick, he was out there working. He does something with soil. He advises farmers on what to do with their soil. That seems like an awesome gig, like a, like a consultant he is. Yes. So, I always wanted to be one of those. So he was with I a pioneer rep, uh, Randy, and then he heard wind of us not having a vehicle. Uh, wake up the next day, text from my mom, um, Randy and Priscilla... Uh, they lent you their vehicle for the rest of your stay. So I had a lot of questions. I'm like, what? Okay. Um, how do we get it back to them? Uh, they said, just leave it at the airport and the keys under the seat. Wow. Did you think at, at some point that perhaps Randy and 
Priscilla would have to be paid back via sexual favors? No. Um, so left it on empty. That's too bad. Um, filled with garbage. Okay. No, we filled it up. We bought them a blanket. A nice uh, hand-woven wool blanket that uh, was the talk of Cavendish. What? Yeah, these blankets, I guess they're known for them. I don't know. So what if they already had like 12 of them and they and you left that one? No, like, Randy oh, said that you guys. thank you so much and blanket. this blanket will have a story with it forever. Oh, what I got. yeah, thanks for the blanket. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's nice of you. Um, if you're looking for a abandoned beach in which you can have it to yourselves, Crowbush Cove. Go there. <laughs> if you're looking for an abandoned beach to walk into the water and kill yourself. No, no, like it's no. like no one on it. Oh. Like right. you've got 10 kilometers of beach to yourselves. Right. So Craig Jones, who um, lonely. manages the Crowbush, he, he said, yeah, come on out and play all the golf you want. And like, well, I'm golfing by myself anyway. My kids like driving the golf cart. So thank you to Craig for inviting us. And another podcast listener, Curtis, he sent me a direct message. He said, come to my family's restaurant if you're in Cavendish. So I'm thinking, okay, it's just a mom and pop joint. Okay, we'll go there, have a burger. Turns out it's the number one restaurant in PEI for the last five years. Uh, it's called the Blue Muscle Cafe. And um, they got us in there when it was lined up the door. So... Thank you to Curtis and his family. Anyone else uh, direct message you and offer to have you over to their house or give you their car? No. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and then went to Cavendish. Cavendish. Here's the thing. I, I've discussed this with you since I've been back. There's not a single P.I. potato roadside like French fries stand. Like, I wonder if our listeners will... Uh, give us some insight as to... I mean, I think, obviously, that would be a seasonal uh, business. Yeah. So you'd All have to are. have someone who had deep pockets who could do it in the summer. No, because Maybe all those no businesses... Cavendish, it's only open in the summer. They said this place is a ghost town in the winter. But there's got to be like a... There's got to be someone who's thought of it. Yeah, right? like, a, like by the Bud the Spud name from Stomp and Tom's family, open right. Bud the Spud stands across the, the island. Maybe you should do that. Maybe that's your gig. And there's no RVs, so open an RV rental place because the island sells out of rental cars every summer, and it sells out of hotel rooms with an RV. You've got two and one. Why are there no RVs? No RV rental places. Don't know why. Well, maybe because people bring their own? I don't know. I wanted to land and jump in one, but that was not an option. You, know, you we bring up this Bud the Spud French fry stand. This could be what this could be your because you and I were talking before the podcast about Jeffrey Owens, the guy who played Elvin on the Cosby Show, and how he was social media shamed for working at Trader Joe's now, and everyone's like, "Well, he's got to make a living." What? Mm-hmm. The is that why is someone's taking his picture at Trader Joe's? He's working there. Who cares? It's become a big story. It has become a big story. Well, that could be you. You could have all your Bud the Spud stands, and people could come up and like, hey, were you the guy on Jay and Dan? You'd be like, yeah, I'm Dan. But when I we take the summer off, I can just do that in the summer. Oh, perfect. Already figured it out. So did you did you t- contact the? Uh, the Stomp and Tom family? The Connors family? The Connors estate? No, have not done that yet. 
I'll get around to it. Um, also, uh, crashed a wedding while at Crowbush. Saw. Here's the thing. Tell me if this is a is this a dad thing. So we were sitting on the beach and they were setting up for a wedding. And I'm like, girls, there's going to be a beach wedding here. How cool is this? They're like, eh, whatever. I'm like, how many beach weddings do you get to see in your life? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well. Sounds like you're really trying hard to make them like the things you like. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to go watch it. And then everyone came along and it was great. It was a beach wedding. Then I crashed the, uh, the reception after. That's a classic toolsy move. Did you give the bride away? <laughs> yes. I gave her away. That would have been amazing if they had, and if they had any sense, they would have had you do that. <laughs> that and then happen. take the bride's virginity that night in the oh, hotel room okay. while the groom watched. Okay. Don't know how it got to that. Um, also went to Bristol, went to the night race at Bristol. So went back to Bristol, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, that was always fun. Went to some, went with some contest winners. Um, the most interesting part about that trip is the most happening bar in the Tri-City area, which is Bristol, Bristol, and Johnson City. I believe that's the Tri-City area. It's a place called New Beginnings, and it's um, a gay bar. So we went with the contest winners from Pinty's, and um, we saw a drag show, and it was amazing. So you're thinking, this kind of bar in Tennessee, we get to the race the next day, the, the people sitting next to us at the race, these straight from Tennessee guys, hey, what'd y'all do last night? And we said, uh, we went to a place called New Beginnings. He's like, oh, they know how to party there, don't they? And I'm like, this is great. This is, this is an America you don't see. I will say your Tennessee accent was pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Try it. I feel like you, you maybe you belong in the South. Maybe that's your, your natural... Maybe that's your calling, to live there. It's a CK DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's very laid back there. They do yeah. have Bojangles. I uh, didn't try it. Anyway, that has nothing to do with the story. What is Bo... If we're, our it's a chicken I don't know. Like a chicken and... It's like a Popeye's, but in the South. Yeah, I've never, never heard of it until I saw them sponsor the NASCAR race. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, Cracker Barrel? You went there, didn't you? No, actually, I could see the cracker barrel from my window and uh that's good people watching to see who's going in there and again for people who don't know <laughs> cracker but what cracker barrel is like a diner it's like a uh, chain in the south roast beef dinner is like 6.99 right right prime all you can eat prime rib 8.99 speaking of food prices damn those dollar dollar bills y'all i went to canada's wonderland my sister and her family came up oh very cheap food prices there yeah like like we go to canada's wonderland i hadn't been to canada's wonderland for 20 some odd years i just do they still have the guy who dives off the mountain yes they have those uh, they have a few of them that was my favorite part uh they have that leviathan roller coaster we went on that it's insane because you (laughs) you look at it you're like ah that doesn't look like that's nothing I've been on a million roller coasters. That looks fine. And then you're, you're, you know, you're climbing, and the climb is hilarious, right? Because it's so slow. And you're going up, and you're like, geez, all right, let's get to it, guys. Let's go. And then you get to the top. Yeah. And, like, it's, I literally laughed out loud when we, <laughs> when we careened over the top, and I could see down. I, I laughed. I was like, this can't be real. 
your pants? No, I laughed my ass off, and my niece was next to me. She said, I closed my eyes. I counted to five slowly. I opened them. We were still falling. (laughs) It never ends. It was a great time. But So what other coasters did you go? Mindbuster? No. Didn't go on any of the old school ones. Well, no. We went on Vortex. I guess that's getting to be old school now. That's a good coaster. Yeah, I haven't been there in about 10 years, so... And then uh, the one that used to be Top Gun, when it was Paramount Canada's Wonderland, is now called Flight Deck. That one's pretty good. Do they still have Hanna-Barbera Land? No, I don't think they're associated with them anymore. Or maybe they are. Maybe I didn't see it. You know what they do have? The bat? Remember the bat? Yeah, that one goes frontwards and then yes, backwards. Yes, but it's like, you know, so you remember it. Everyone's been on it. You go on it. You go around. You're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then you go backwards. And it's not It's not going backwards. It's that they've. there was no such thing as concussion protocol when they <laughs> built it like three decades ago. And so you're going back. Your head is like ramming against the back. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like we all got off that one, and we we're like, I think I, I think I need to be in concussion protocol. <laughs> I nearly died. Hmm. But sounds, then sounds like a fun day. Well, then and then we go to have lunch, and I get it. It's an amusement park. The prices are going to be high, but it's insane. Those dollar dollar bills. So let me guess. Uh, chicken fingers and fries was yes. the standard with yes, the drink. That's what we got. You're looking at. Wait, just the chicken fingers and fries. Take a guess. With just no the, no drink. No drink, just chicken fingers and Fif- fries. Fifteen ninety nine. Seventeen dollars. Wow. And those are straight, uh, freshly slaughtered in the back. They raise the chickens. That's all breading. Those chicken fingers too, probably. It was three chicken fingers and fries, and served with a smile. Seventeen dollars served with a smile. The staff always just you know what? bubbling the, with joy. The staff was fine. The staff was fine. <laughs> I mean, come on, Canada's Wonderland, and have a bit more choice. Yeah. And, and then I go to find my daughter a milk, sort of get into the parent talk. It's a f- Canada's Wonderland. There's a million kids. Maybe you have some milks there? Every, every place I went, no, Subway probably has milk. Nope, uh, Pizza Pizza might have it. It's Canada's Wonderland. There's kids everywhere. But if you want a uh, uh, soda pop, no problem. Oh, they'll... They they sell you a uh, like a container, like a cup that you can. Fi- it's actually a good deal. That's the only good deal there. You buy it and, and you, you can, refill for you free? can refill it for the whole summer, the but, entire year. So you, you buy probably ten up ten bucks. I have no. I didn't. Oh, like you did Price. Then you got to carry the freaking cup around all day. Everywhere, and I want to carry that on my fanny pack. Did you see anyone vomit? Or did you no, see? No. I didn't see anything like that. I did see that water park looked fun, but man, the, you talk about the pool water in Vegas. You must have to just pump the chlorine in there. Oh, I do have the results from that, by the way. I don't know what they mean. Um, we'll get oh, to that. Um, you, you got them. Yeah. Um, how about the parenting? How many kids were on leashes? Didn't see any kids on really? leashes. No. Good. Is that, that trend over? I, th- I think so. I don't think that's... Is that cool anymore? That's kid on leashes... That's where you see them the most, at Canada's Wonderland. I'm so glad. Way to go, parents. We're getting better. It was a, actually it was a pretty fun time. But can I just say my favorite night of the summer was mm-hmm. the day before my birthday last week when myself, my sister and her husband, my wife, Choby, and Dan went to dinner at one of the 100 best restaurants in the world Aloe in Toronto. What a terrific night that was. Isn't it number one in Canada? Number one in Canada. 
And only, I think it's only the second restaurant ever to get in the world top 100 list after Joe Beef. We had David McMillan on last season. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it was great. It was very So tasty. fun. But, and my wife and I have talked, my wife and I have talked about this multiple times. Since my then. wife. Uh, Dan, you had driven in from your home in Orono. Correct. And then you and I got the wine pairings because we're very sophisticated that way. But it was only three and a half glasses. Mm-hmm. And but we were there it, a long time. It felt pretty good. But then I, I know at one point you were like, you know what, maybe I just want to stay in town or I don't know what I want to do. Maybe I want to get someone to drive me home. So then you decided, I'm going to try to get someone to drive me home and leave the car here, come back and get it. No, I was going to do the like the keys to us where they drive you and your vehicle. And your vehicle, that's right. Yeah. So you'd done that. So you were... You were getting a hold of those people who run those programs and you were receiving calls at the table <laughs> throughout the meal from prospective drivers who are going to drive you home. Okay? Prospective companies. Yes. Right, right. Prospective yeah. companies who are going to drive you in your car all the way back to Orno. Now, that's all well and good. And in uh, like uh, any other restaurant, that would be totally fine. But this restaurant is so crazy in that like how many staff were just serving us like 20 right yeah and there's only like 20 tables in the restaurant so (laughs) every every time you get a course of the meal there's like five people and they're giving each person at the table one plate and it's explained in a very detailed way all the ingredients so it's like a big production so every time dan would get a call (laughs) he'd get a call and then he'd get up he'd be like oh sorry get up from the table and i'd look over and right then that's when our food was coming (laughs) and you'd see like the look of just sheer panic on the server's faces like oh (laughs) he left again and so they put one back bring us ours and we'd be like it let's eat who knows how long he's gonna be yeah and you'd come back and And then then i didn't even end up using the service yeah then you didn't even use it because if you and your brother-in-law had gone out. I was like, okay, that was the call. If you guys had gone out, I was in. But if you're just going home, I'm like, I'll drive you guys home. So, that, But then you that came, was the clincher. You came over. You had a yep. soft drink. That's right. I did. And, a Coca-Cola. Ice cold. Ice cold Coke. And then you drove yourself home. But, mm-hmm. oh, God, the look on those servers' faces was so great. <laughs> Every time. Another call. Send it back. Prepare that dish again. Um. I also went to Prince Edward County, which you did this summer, too. That's the new wine region in Ontario. It's not new anymore. Yeah, I guess it's not new anymore, but it's... I hadn't been for a decade. I, I Basically, I haven't been anywhere for decades. <laughs> where have you... Nowhere? I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't been anywhere in Ontario for decades. Like, I was kind of buried in Kensington Market and had cold tea and Ronnie's just drinking. But uh, anyway, in... Um, yeah, Prince Edward County was it's awesome. It's very it's fun. Awesome. It's very gorgeous. Beautiful spot. And the sand, talk about a nice beach. Sandbanks is the nicest beach in Ontario. Oh right. crap, I forgot to go there too. It's so nice. It's so it's massive. And it's not like it's crowded. But it's crowded in a good way. Like I I like a crowded beach. It's fun. Like but the sand, I like no one near me at all times. The sand is so it's like Maui level powder. That's what sand. the sand was like in PI. It was the most pristine beaches I'd ever seen. So if that's the same, yes, sign me up. Oh yeah, it's, and that's Prince Edward County, as you pointed out, is only an hour from your house. So you are like, you should buy a place there. An hour and a half. Um, but back to the PI beaches, better than LA beaches. Wow. Well, 
Because the L.A. beaches, they're overcrowded, and there's millions of people that step on them. These, the ones in PEI, I, could, I can't get enough of that. I'm going back. Boy, you should be a PEI tourist. You should do ads for PEI tourism. Um, I also you got Torrance. I also got some mail during my uh, time off. Oh, Olga? I know. Um, oh. I lost my license when I went to the U.S. Open, the golf tournament, not the tennis. How'd that happen? The first day we were there because you had to show your license, and yeah. the, the people kept it. Uh-huh. So I get a letter from the U.S. Open saying, our event ended over a month ago, and your item was not claimed at the lost and found, so we figured we'd mail it to you. That is so nice. Yeah, but a month too late, I already got a new license. Yeah, but how nice is that? That They, they got postage? I know. I'm going to keep it. It's a letter from the USGA. I mean, USGA. I thought I was in next year's U.S. Open. USGA doesn't throw money around willy-nilly unless it's to Fox for a terrible television deal that they regret deeply. Nah, they left. And, um... That's about it. That sounds like a power-packed, jam-packed summer. That sounds like a great And you went to a Blue Jays game, which you probably haven't been to in how long? (laughs) It has changed my life. (laughs) I went to one last year. Oh, okay. (laughs) I go to about one a year. I actually went to two this year. But, uh, yeah, we took, uh, again, my sister, brother-in-law, all the kids, they came up. Man, they had a good time. They love Toronto. They love the city. But they see Toronto at its best. My contractor said this. If Toronto had summer weather year-round, it would be one of the world's all-time great cities. There's no question about it. Because in the summer, when you're walking around and people are on the patios, it's just killer. It's so multicultural. It's so cool. I was down at the Eaton Center today. And I'm just like, God, this is the most multicultural city on the planet. It's fantastic. Whenever I go to the Eaton Center, I hear it mentioned. Eaton's isn't around anymore. Is it no. always going? Like, I'm surprised a company hasn't taken over the naming rights. Yeah, I get. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I, I like that they keep calling it that. It's That mall is fantastic now. It's really nice. And But anyway, going back to uh, the Jays game, we sat in the TSN suite. We were lucky enough to steal that for a game. And we had it practically to ourselves. That's the only way to go to a game. Now my daughter is three. That was her only game. Oh, yeah. You can walk around. That's yeah, perfect for a kid. She'll never go to anything again. And you got a personal visit from Ace? Yeah, Ace shows up. How'd Ace smell? Not so good. <laughs> but poor guy. I felt so bad for him because it's pretty humid. It's 400 degrees out there. Yeah, it was pretty hot. And he's going out everywhere. He's doing meet and greets and stuff. But it was pretty... It was actually pretty fun. And the team is terrible, but who cares? I love going to baseball games. Yeah, me too. I, you know, I think you've said this before. Maybe I have. When we retire, one thing I'd love to do, I'd because love, I've never had season tickets to a major league team. I'd love to, if I'm living in Toronto, where, no matter where I'm living, I'd love to just get season tickets one year, go to every single game, score every game, and just, you know, like really live the life of a hardcore season ticket holder. An, an, inner, an irrational, totally irrational fan. Here's something to figure out. If someone could come up with the solution for this, you'd be brilliant. When a Bud team the Spud Potato stands? <laughs> I already came up with that. All right. When your team sucks like the Blue Jays, you should be selling out every game, selling those seats for five to ten dollars. That because the problem you you can't do that is because people that have season tickets and have pre-bought their tickets months in advance, they paid full price. So if you can figure out a way to make it fair for everyone, because you get the concessions. If you go there, you're spending 100 bucks. I was blown away, Dan, at the uh, Jay store, the Blue Jay store. Oh, packed. Because my sis and the fam wanted to get... So they all go... They all get 
shirtsies or jerseys. They all get hats. But I'm looking at the line. Like, the team is terrible. And people are like, they can't keep the fucking Tay Oscar Hernandez shirtsies <laughs> in the store. <laughs> like, it's amazing how much merch they still sell. So you're, I agree with you there. But that's always been my argument about the CFL in Toronto. If they had built the stadium at Varsity... And they could have just given the tickets to U of T students and just had them come in the in there and just buy beer. So they would have been fine. But you sell those seats ten bucks. There you go. Ten, maybe even fifteen. You're selling an extra ten thousand seats a game. Yeah, maybe, or maybe I don't know. Are you? Yeah, someone figure that out. Uh, my mom who watches every game during the uh, the summer break. I'm like. The team sucks. They're like, no, they they try hard. I'm like, name five Blue Jays right now. See, she's like, your mom couldn't name five Blue Jays. She's like, oh, ah. Uh, <laughs> she watches every game. There's uh, <laughs> the guy that spits a lot. Uh, <laughs> Old Spitty. <laughs> He's my favorite lefty reliever. <laughs> there's uh, uh, Martin. Yep. Okay, you got him. Yeah, he's sticking around. Donaldson? I'm like, well, no, he's not uh, playing he's right now. now. So anyway. That was a good deal for our, for our guys. Uh, speaking of baseball, I um, saw my uh, nephew, Mike. He plays for McGill Baseball. Speaking of watching baseball, we watched a ton of baseball when he was in town playing for Toronto. And it, Wait, playing for, uh, for McGill, McGill against He Ryerson. played Ryerson and U of T. I didn't know uh, my alma mater had and, a baseball team. And you'll love this. Guess what? Uh, whenever he's out uh, up at the plate or uh, in the field, guess what they yell? What? Hey, Tulsi! Yeah! <laughs> it's, I was very proud of that. That man. Going to McGill. If I could go back in time, I'll do respect to Ryerson. McGill would be the place I'd want to go. One small problem. I didn't have the grades. The, not the grades. I mean, that's a hard school to get into. And I couldn't get into Ryerson now. I, like... My my niece is telling me what she has to get. She wants to go into nursing. She's like, I need a ninety-five. What the ninety-five average to get into nursing? I thought that got you automatically made you a doctor when I was going to high school. <laughs> when you had a ninety-five average in high school, they're like, you're ninety-five. You're a doctor. You don't even have to get this this training. We don't even go to school. Just get out. Here's a stethoscope. Go go. When you were in high school in Alberta, did you guys have the equivalent of what we had for a few years? Uh, OACs? No, we never had grade 13. Yeah, because that, that's abolished now, right? That's gone. Yeah, that's long gone. That was many... actually the last uh, OAC grade there was. Christoph, you were? Yeah. yeah. Man, you got screwed because yeah. you had to apply, right? With the grade 12. With the grade 12, so you guys all were trying to get into school together. What a bunch of It was bull- like games, basically. Yeah. I, I got one OAC, law, 51. Thank you. 51%. Did you? Yep. Did you? Actually, so you the bar. Did you actually graduate? I did. I've got my diploma. I even have pictures from my graduation. Is it a GED or is it like from the school? <laughs> it's from the school. Okay. No, it's just... It has changed my it's life. It's hard to get into... I don't know how anyone gets into stuff anymore. Thank God we uh, were sold. Um, Escape that one. Hey, guess what? We have a live guest. Uh, she's going to be appearing here any moment. Tessa Bonhomme. Is nice. going to join us to talk about her summer. We'll have like ten minutes to chat with her. Yeah, we got a bolt. And Has Tessa? Uh, I don't think she's ever been on the podcast. Oh, we've wanted to get her on for a long time. Yeah, gold medalist. How many gold medalists work here? One. That's it. Just her. Does Cassie Campbell work here anymore? No. No. Did she? Yeah, at the NHL Network with me. Oh. Back, oh, back in two thousand one, I saw her in uh, Korea for the first time in well twenty years. <laughs> 
I didn't talk to a lot of people for a long time. I was angry. Ah. Um, yeah, she's Cassie's the nicest. She's so cool. I'm happy for her success. Um, and what else went on this? Oh, the Orno Fair is coming up this weekend for everyone. Um, the Orno Fair, it's uh, Thursday to Sunday. It's a good old country Everybody fair. Everybody come out. You got tractor pulls. You got uh, the James Barker band oh, playing Friday man. night. Awesome. Oops. Yeah, there's going to be like three, 4,000 people invading my little town, and it's going to be a bash. Stuff, you going to go? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I told you, the people I bought my house from, I, they never had locks on the doors. There's locks now. Um, they lived there for six years, and they said the, the only problem they ever had was, after the Friday night concert one year, they woke up and someone was asleep on their couch. Oh, that's actually pretty hard. But they knew who it was. They're like, oh, it's like uh, oh, Sally. So it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. It's Sally. Oh, Sally the couch sleeper. Finally, she came over to our abode. I was starting to get a little uh, sensitive about the whole thing. Our couch isn't good enough for you, Sally? Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Hey, guess where I'm going this weekend? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. Um, it's going to be a huge weekend. It's my... Uh, it's my... my Athabasca? I get, I get out of... No. I'm, I am going there at the end of October, though, to speak at the Rotary Dinner. The Rotary Dinner. Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. If you're in the Athabasca area around the 27th of October, come on down. We're raising money for the new pool. All right. Yeah. Community pool. Yeah, brand new pool. Can't you just get like a grant? From the government to put that back. I don't away? think Rachel Notley's handing those things out like Ralph Klein used to. She's got to save her money for the Trans Canada Pipeline. Rachel, uh, she's tough. Okay, so this week, oh, you're going to Saskatchewan? No, that's next weekend with you. Uh, Chicago? Yes. Yes, I knew I would get it. Chicago, Illinois. This Friday, I'll be seeing at Wrigley Field, Billy Joel. What? Yeah. Billy I didn't Joel, know you were going to Wrigley. see Billy Joel. Maybe you told me. Who are you going with? I'm going with my best friend from high school, Trevor Sawatsky, star engineer at Husky Energy in Calgary, Alberta. Oh, my goodness. This will be the second time you've seen Billy Joel. I saw him with you at the Hollywood Bowl. I know. And I played this game. We played it at uh, uh, Taggart's Place at the cottage. And we, we had the speaker down by the fire. And you had to tell uh, a story about a song that... Like, meant a lot to you. And mine was my life because we walked into the Hollywood Bowl. I had read the, the playlist from the night before. He did not play my life. As we were being ushered to our seats, the opening chords of my life played at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best. Oh, it was so cool. I can't wait. Wrigley. I've uh, been there for a game. I've never been there for a concert. It's, I didn't know they had concerts there. I think Pearl Jam's played there. Apparently, it's really good. And then, but I'm really going to see this obscure indie band, which is more, you know, my thing, Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever from Australia. Up and coming indie band. They're playing Chicago Saturday night. They're actually playing here tomorrow night. But I don't take days off from Sports Center with Jane Dan. Okay, Leguit. Legit question. Yeah. So, all these fringe bands you like. Yeah. On average, how many albums do they put out? Great question. I'd say. On average, three, maybe four tops. Like an, like an indie rock band, if you get four albums, you've, you're probably making a living. You're doing okay. But I don't know what make... This is the band. This is Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever. I don't know what making a living is anymore for a working band. You know what I mean? Are any of them one and done? Yeah, some. But usually you get this... If you have a little success with one, they want to hear another one, right? 
highly recommend this record. It's called Hope Downs. They're from Australia? They're Aussies. You got it. So I'm going to go see them Saturday night. And then Friday after the Billy Joel concert, we're going to race across town to go to the original Second City and go to their late show. Yeah, see, that's why you and I could never go on trips together. Because... (laughs) Well, we do all the time for speaking gigs and MC yeah, but gigs. We, We're available to hire. Contact us at but, jandan.com. But we go do the event, and that's it. You go on vacation, and you are like have every second accounted for. Not true. It's actually the opposite. This is pretty rare. Usually, I have one thing a day. Okay. I, I plan my food more than anything. I like sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, that's the best. Oh, that's what I... Bobby Mack, Bob McKenzie just sent a Instagram post from his cottage. He likes sitting on that dock and just making margaritas. Thinking um, about Max Pacioretty's contract situation. Yeah, the kids go back to school. I feel bad for them. I'm like, that's... But they seem to be happy to go back. I'm like, that sucks. You've got, like, school now. It's brutal. you got to get up early and... I know. Learn. I know. I hated it. Like, I liked... I shouldn't say that. I no, like the, the first social week, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, the first week is good. Yeah, and then it's you're cool like, to see your friends. Okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't love school. I still have nightmares. Like sometimes I'll have a nightmare <laughs> where I'll wake up and I'll be like, I didn't finish that course. I didn't, gra- I can't graduate from Ryerson and I'm not going to be a broadcaster. Ah! Then I'll wake up. My wife will be like, shut the f up. I did that all the, the, the time in high school, but it, I just did it for real. I'd be like, oh, that assignment's due today. Uh, oh, well. The teacher would be like, you didn't do it? I'm like, but you said it's only worth 10% of the mark, so I don't care. You know, you, you asked me about Alberta. You know what they do have in Alberta? I think they still have it. In grade 12, 50% of your final mark in each class is one test. Ooh. Think about that. They're called departmentals. The whole province takes the same test to make it standardized. and it's ha- But it's half the final grade. Wow, that's a lot of pressure, right? I couldn't do. Same. I couldn't do. Uh, I couldn't go back to school. Tessa's Tessa, here. we've got two Tessa. minutes. Come on in. Oh, Hi, yeah, te- Tessa. We've got ten. Uh, Tessa, have you? Hey, well, first, we'll get you situated here. Grab that here mic and the headphones comes. and everything. Tessa Thank you so Bonham. much. Uh, she was doing some TV stuff, and she said, "Yeah, I got a few minutes." So she's she's uh, popping over from the Sports Center studio, which is just around the corner from. Um, well, you promised me drinks and dinner, so I said, yeah, that, uh, that Coors invited, Light fridge. Jay. I'm going to head out here and let yeah. you guys have that. Coors that Coors Light fridge is full of Coors Light. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, goodness. Really? Would you have a couple before, uh, before a show? Uh, no, I okay. don't think I would. All right. I don't know if I trust myself. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still a rook. Like I'm no, oh, I'm no vet, vet like you guys. I don't you're think no. I'd be able to. You have you're been. You're such a star. You're doing it all. <laughs> yes. I want to talk about your European trips that yep. you go and do. Like, what are those like? Uh, you're talking about the men's world hockey yes. championships that take place for a month overseas. Yes. Well, like, oh, very quiet. So you know, just oh. lots of reading, Gosh. relaxing. Uh, it's actually awesome. We get put up in. Uh, awesome cities. This past year was in Copenhagen. Year before oh that, it was God. in Cologne, Denmark. Germany. God, Cologne! What a nice city that is. That's a big okay. cathedral. Cologne, yeah, beautiful cathedral. But they have this beer called Kolsch, and they serve it in these like mini beer glasses, and they serve them on these trays that have um, eleven or twelve of them in a row. And what they do is they put a coaster down. And they'll take one of the mini beers and put it on your coaster and mark it every time they drop one. So you could be you could take 
a sip and you're half done your beer, they'll come by, drop another one, mark your coaster. And they keep feeding you beer until you take your coaster out from under your beer and put it on top. Mm. But the scary part is, is I never figured out, nor did I care to, how many mini beers make up a beer. Mm-hmm. So... And, and if you have a lot Dangerous. of check marks, are you not being shamed by everyone else at your table? You're like, ooh, look at that lush oh, over drunkard. there. Well, no. I feel like in Germany, if you don't have a lot, yeah, it's, the opposite. it's frowned upon. Yeah, you, you're shaming you the opposite yeah, way. So, yeah. Copenhagen, you. would you go back as a tourist? Yes. 100%. Yes, 100%. Okay. Seems like a great city. Awesome city. Yeah. They have the whole bike thing figured out. It's easy to get around. Uh, food was pretty good. Uh, people like to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Um They've got this place, I don't know if you've ever been there, called Christiana. It's like a lawless city. It's like what? where the hippies, yeah. the hippies sort of created the city outside of Copenhagen, right? And um, it still exists. It still does. They yeah. govern their own their Yeah, own they have city. their own territory. That's right? allowed? And drugs Massive. are legal. Drugs are legal, yeah. yeah. Everything. They party there like crazy. But it's beautiful. they got a nice lake all throughout their whole... They have like something like 64 acres or something. Toolsy's already planning next year's <laughs> summer vacation yeah. with the kids. I hope you come back. I want to live, live in a lawless society. You do. Orno. Orno, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> People are sleeping on couches in each other's houses. So, Tess, you've been everywhere playing hockey and stuff. Um, where would you go of the places you've been first if you were to go on a trip? Like of all the places you... <laughs> if I had uh, endless amounts of money, back yes. to Switzerland. I actually really Everyone wanna, raves about Switzerland. Man, I want to go and do the um, Spengler Cup. Mm. But yes. that's supposed to be a party and a half. Mm, but World Juniors happen as well, so right, you're doing yeah. everything. Well, I don't know. I might just have to beg and plead for one year if I could just go out there and do. It, it's amazing. You you ski during the day. Ugh. You you have some fun. You party. You go watch hockey, and you do it all over again. And the, the okay. players there for the Spengler, they're there having fun too, right? Totally. So are their families. Yeah. I have a friend, Derek Roy, who's played in it a bunch of times, and he says it's the single most greatest hockey event he's ever taken part in. Mm. So. Spangler Cup people, put it on your bucket list. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. We need to mm. sounds pretty good. How was your summer? What did you do this summer? Gosh, I took uh, a lot of time off. I took uh, a bunch of time in June, July, and August off. Uh, did some traveling. I ended up going to uh, Vegas for Game 1 and Game mm. 2 of the Stanley Cup Final. Nice. Yeah, uh, missed my flight. Uh, had to swap a shift because of it. Good for you. Yeah, Good for you. Uh, I'm glad you that, that you're honest. That means you're a true thank sports center anchor when you miss a flight <laughs> and have to beg someone to take yeah. that. Shift and you for go it. to the game. You don't sit there in your room and whine. You're like, yeah, I'm going to the game. Yeah, I did. I ended up. We ended up going to game two. We weren't supposed to, but we did. And then uh, I did the Queen's Plate, which was fun. You took part in that. Yes, that was a blast. Uh, we, we won, won some, some money. money. Yeah, you said that at the same time. Yeah. You guys are very much in. Cool. And here's the one thing. So you went and checked all the tickets. We thought we only won once. We won twice, so we were we would have thrown out a thousand dollars if you it hadn't was checked. Sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. I know. I kept, I kept all the po- the things in my pockets, <laughs> and finally I was like, I got to go check these, otherwise well, this is going to be an hour wait. Good thing. Dan um, yeah, and then uh, myself, Natasha Stanishevsky, Laura Dykin, and uh, Carrie Gendron, we all went on a golf trip to Mont Tremblant. Painted and that Carrie, town for red. our listeners who don't know, you you probably know all the other. Uh, people you mentioned, but Carrie works with us behind the scenes yeah, at MSN. Yeah. So awesome. how did how did you form this golf group? Yeah, you guys, I follow along together? on Instagram, and you guys go all over the place. Yeah. Like so when I started time. working here, I've always been a golf enthusiast, and um, I it always bugs me that there aren't. It's hard to find competitive women to golf with. A lot of them are 
either just starting out and aren't confident enough, um, which at that time was Natasha. She had never golfed a full round. Um, she had taken lessons. She's gone to the driving range like crazy. She's actually a great golfer. Um, so I found out uh, Laura Dykin got hired, and I found out she golfed as well and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, this is it. We're going golfing. We're dragging Natasha out. And uh, we went out, and Carrie actually saw that we golfed. She's like, I play. So we're like, sweet, this is a girls' golf group. Let's do this. Do, and then you, and you, guys golfs. Are, you guys are like out at night. You're hitting the clubs yeah. till the wee hours and mm-hmm. then dragging yourselves out of bed, heading right to the course for 36. Let's be up and for then. 36, eh? <laughs> um, no, what we did was we booked a, a later tea time. Yes, as uh, we're later seasoned tea vets. Hangovers are a little different as you get older. Uh, yeah. uh, they hurt real bad. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you got to get a good breakfast in, some crepes. Oh, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, I have a question for you because you brought up like hedge. Like what I wondered as I also followed you on social media and saw that you guys were having this terrific time is were other, um, I wondered if other employees of the female variety here at the network were maybe a little sad that they weren't included in this group. Like if you had other we, other people say, oh, I would like to come along. And then it's like, sorry, that's a fifth. That's not going to work. Well, we, and we, we talk others. about this very often. Um, we, we hadn't mentioned it um, long time away for hedge uh, to leave her kid. Right. right. Also, she's got an awesome cottage, which right. we have experienced. Uh, she hosted mm-hmm. a bunch of us up there before our last trip out to Cobble Beach. Right. Um, and I've never been invited. We had a time. Yeah. Great time at never the Hedger uh, residence. <laughs> the Hedger compound. It doesn't seem like it's As well, away. there are shows. I mean, some people take... Someone has to do the show. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. guys that take a real long summer vacation, so the rest of us have to Mugler. stick around. Yeah, Bob yeah. McKenzie. Yes. Bob McKenzie, <laughs> Ray Bobby Ferraro. Mac. Duffy does works four or five days yeah, a, some, a, year. a year. A year. A year. Yeah. MLS I wasn't final. really talking about those guys. But yeah, oh. anyway, oh. so some of us have to yeah. stick around and, and work. So yes. Owen is, um, our scheduler is usually pretty good at, at uh, how is Owen you guys to have us. that But we talked about, you know, we're just going to demand, you know, maybe we'll push it to six people next year. We'll have two groups of three. Sounds good. Yeah. That's it does good. the Maybe Dan th- gets to come. Does your golf man. group have a name? Uh, grip it and sip it is our is our group. I like that. Yeah, we've got our own little logo T-shirts and stuff. Um, wow. Yeah, we actually thought about starting our own little uh, like cl- clothing brand. line. Yeah, yeah we've got gloves. Should. I got gloves made. Fuck we look yeah, really yeah, good. do it. To, honestly, so uh, we were hosted in Mont Tremblant by the gentleman who um, owned the Caribou, which is a wicked awesome pub there. Great bar at night to go to. By the way, um, we went there every night that we were there, not only because they were hosting us and we loved them but because it was such a grand old time and uh they were like yo why do, where are our golf shirts we want some of those so we're thinking nice. maybe we got a little something here yeah that's a good name sell them on trademark that i like that a lot yeah, yeah, another name online, i was going to suggest is <laughs> you dudes how about that <laughs> i don't think i would say that no? they were okay. very kind all right yeah they were they were really nice to us <laughs> Um, I thought that would be you, <laughs> different. But idea. if we ever need to tell someone that, I'll definitely give you a ring. You yeah, know, yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. I'll get on let the them phone. know. I'll get on the phone. With yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, okay. are, is there any gambling on these golf trips? Uh, not with the ladies. I, I golf with some friends, and we gamble. We play a game called Hollywood. Ooh, where um, everyone is partners for six holes. So let's say if Dan and I were partners, um, you would win. And Dan well, wishes naturally. you guys were partners. And Jay, your partners with Duffy. Let's say so. Ugh, we all okay. play our own ball. Mm-hmm. And whatever appetizing. you score on that hole. So if it's a par four and let's say Dan birdies, he gets a three and I par and I get a four. Our score is uh, 34. Okay. 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 And let's say Duthie gets a four and you get a five. Your score is 45. So that on that hole, okay. you owe it. it would never happen. 
So the small but number goes first. So then, so then the difference is it, the amount in dollars you pay for that hole. Oh, wow. that's interesting. So then you hmm. continue to play six holes that way. Then you swap partners. So the next time I'm partners with you. So I, you and I have a chance to either make more money or make money back. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's fun. I like that. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And so if there's like a bad golfer in the group, every single person golfs with that bad. That's right. a good game. Yeah. It is a good game. Hmm. Dan, why don't you get that going in the Orono Fair this weekend out at the Orono Huge Golf and Country Club? Fair this weekend. Oh, there's no golf at the fair. Oh. Yeah. There was Who's the band again? James Barker Band. James Barker Band. You guess going, they're Tess? Uh, I've been, I've, I, he dropped the knowledge on me in the makeup room as he was getting She's his mascara put on. And uh, yeah, uh, he said... Friday. I'm I'm doing that's hockey this Friday, so I'm not sure. I've got some friends in town, so I mean it would be something fun to do and different. So wait, so it wasn't like a four hour drive. Maybe. That is whoa, such whoa, a perfect, whoa! By he, the way, from that here is such it's a beautiful non commitment from Tessa. There, so perfectly handled. <laughs> she detailed exactly what was happening, all the reasons she could go, but never once committed, and will in fact not attend. <laughs> never know if I do go. <laughs> I want to you know. Where the hell's Gino? <gasps> Uh, vacation. Speaking of vacays, Speaking but of he men that take it. vacation a lot. That guy deserves guys. It, yeah, Seven Eleven. That's hockey. I'm not going to complain though. Um, Tess, well, we, listen, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. I wish tape. we could have. Could you come back and we could talk to you for for longer about your career? And, yeah, for sure. Anytime. We never even scratched the surface. I know. We I all know. work in the same building, guys. I'd really like to to talk to you about the college years oh, because boy. I feel like that Ooh. must have been so much fun. Yeah, quiet as well. <laughs> Lots of study. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. You know how right. I roll. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is what a treat for you to stop by. No, Thank you. This me, is a great do get, surprise. Uh, do I get a cold one to go? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. A gift bag and everything. Yeah. Help, huh? help yourself to anything in the fridge. It's empty. <laughs> oh. It's also unplugged. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to plug it. We store well, our meat in there. Maybe I'll just have but, to go to Orno to get my cold one. But yes, thank you got to Coors Light, Light, Light for sponsoring this podcast because without you guys, you I wouldn't know. have anything to drink. Yeah, it would be garbage. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you. See you next week. Next week. Have a good one. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light. 